Okay, team, welcome to episode number two of the Ground Zero podcast. I'm just here with my partner in crime, Josh. Hello, welcome mate. back, mate. How are you, babe? Mate, if I was any better, I'd be you, champion. <laughs> mate, coming off the back of a big um, guest in our last show, Big Joe D. Yeah, um, I think we've got some big shoes to fill yeah. today. I oh, know, that was good, but wasn't it? Mate, it was, it was, it was great. Good. And he was so down to earth too, man. A hundred percent. I was very, very surprised with how down to earth he was. Exactly how I listened to him on the podcast was, or what I hear on the podcast was yeah. um, very similar to how he was in real I, life. I agree, mate. I mate, agree. what a gentleman, especially with the kind of um, stature that he does have. So. I know, man. It's it's um it's refreshing, like you know, to um to come across someone like that in the industry who's so. You know, like, and like I said before, we've been following that guy for like 15, 16 years. And, wow. And, you know, he's, yeah. Um, yeah, man, he's, he's good to speak to, he's knowledgeable and, and happy to help us out, which was great. Yeah, true gentleman, mate. Yeah. Um, so in today's podcast, guys, what we want to do is just go through some of the top tips um, that we, um, or some of the top things that we can deliver to people um, to get their um, mindset on track to optimize their mindset to get their health back on track and also um, the top three things that we believe are key to maintaining muscle while losing fat okay yeah. um, but first Josh um, obviously um, want to get the audience familiar with us okay yeah. in our background mate we've been mates for you know pushing 30 years now you yeah. know a couple of old fellas yeah. um, you know we'll, so. at one stage we were both little hoodlums running around the streets um, causing a lot of drama um, with a, you know a fair group of mates. Yeah. Some of them went the wrong way. Um, some did. of them are definitely on track and doing yeah. really well in life. Yeah. Mate, um, personal question: What was the turning point for you? Okay, um, at one stage that, or was there a catalyst that kind mm -hmm. of got you back into on on track and into your health and fitness? Mate, well, yeah, man. I mean, look, it was. Um from, from, from a young fellow, I mean, I come from a great family, but I, I suppose I just sort of lost my way a little bit um, through a certain stage of my life. And that was probably, I was only young then, would have been year eight, I suppose. And then it just, my life spiraled into a, a, a series of like, lots of alcohol, lots of drugs, yeah. uh, a lot of getting in trouble with the police. Yeah. Um, and being a, an absolute little shit, mate, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was just, it was bad, it was, trying to be about someone and someone that I wasn't, but I was trying to fit in, I was trying to find myself, and I was getting, I was, I was headed in the wrong direction, and, and I wanted to do that too, like I really, like I wanted to... Do the I wrong wanted, thing. Mate, I wanted to do it. I yeah, was, it was cool I, back then. It was, mate, it was cool, I wanted to, yeah. you know, and, and um, you know, I'm embarrassed about some of the things I did, but I suppose it's part of growing up and learning, at 100%. least I, I did it when I was young. But 100. anyway, so then, like, like, like repeated efforts from my dad's uh, a very close mate and a man who's long, no longer with us, but I will forever say that he saved my life. Uh, Frank Keane, he took me down to Newtown Police Boys Club and um, and he, he wanted me to box and he, he just had this feeling that boxing would change my life. And, yep. uh, mate, he was right. Because the, the first day he took me down to Newtown Police Boys Club, he made me spar with another kid. I didn't have a headgear, I didn't have a mouth guard. And he made me get in the ring because he knew that I was being a little prick to my mum and dad and, <laughs> in life. And I, I got my head punched in, but I did all right. 
and uh, mate, it just it literally changed my life from the word go. Like a little flame underneath me, just yeah. that made me just want to just like just do something with myself. You know what I mean? And um, and then it's forever been that way. You know what I mean? So it was that that one little thing, and I was still getting into a bit of strife and, and getting me- messing up, but it just sort of changed my attitude towards life, towards people, and more importantly towards myself. And yeah. uh, and then since then, I've just constantly tried to do things to improve myself. So it was never about like I've always been a I've always had these ambitions to be a first grade rugby league player and a, a boxer. And Mate, many people, many yeah, people do have that. Yeah, yeah, man. And it was never about like I always felt that I was very average at all these type of sports, but I knew that if I pursued these ambitions and these goals, that it would lead me in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean, so I knew that if I, whatever happened, whether I played 100 first rate games, I, I made South or New Township, whatever I did, I knew that if I constantly pursued these goals and these ambitions and 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 these this vision dictated my life that I was going to go in the right direction and yep. I have and it has yeah. it's led me in the, the right direction I feel like I've overachieved so far in my life so yeah man that's sort of that's sort of where I'm at and where and then you and I sit here today as mates for almost 30, 30 years, years. Right? 30 oh, man. years man Mate, I feel like I'm 30 years old. Not even. I feel like I'm 25, and we're saying mates for 30. It's, I know, it's, man. It's scary, you know. It's scary, but it's um, well, mate, it, it's ha- it's had off to yeah, 100%, mate. Man. I'm so glad to have a good person like yourself in my life and man, a good support network, mate. So, well, mate, and then my thing to you is firstly congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, I'm getting married to Clarissa. No, <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> Congratulations on, mate, like, on this. Yeah. Congratulations on, on Valentino. I mean, you know... Mate, this is us. You, me, and Vili have got, have got Ryan. Yeah. But, you know, this is your little baby. And, and they, like, people are listening will remember how this all started and where it come from. And your, yeah. your desire to make this, you know, to make this what it is today. I mean, like, tell, tell us about it, mate. Well, a lot of people know that I'm pretty stubborn. I don't like to fail. Um, I don't like to be beaten. Not so much in sport, but I always use um, kind of negative detractions to kind of motivate me. So, like, I had some negative detractions in the beginning of um, starting Valo today, which is kind of, I won't get into it, but fueled my fire. And and, um, when that kind of fire from one um, detraction starts to subside, I try and find another one. I'm not looking for negative things. But if I find something positive, that will push me forward. Like just being a, you know, a, a positive influence to my kids. You know that that to me is a little bit less selfish than just wanting something big to be no, you know, noticed. And that's not me. Yeah. If m- most people that know me, I'm not the flashy type. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't drive a flashy car. I'm not into all that garbage, not mate. Not yet, not yet. One day I might get a Tesla. You know, save the environment. Elon Musk, mate. If you're <laughs> listening, send me one. You know, you won't be disappointed, mate. I'll make plug it, it left, right, and make it too. Um, yeah, so like like I said, um, I always try and find that fire, and that fire kind of keeps me progressing. You know, every day, I love what I do, mate. I love coming to the gym. I love coming to work. I love being around the people that I am around every day, and um, that alone is, is enough for me to get up, you know, without an alarm, to get up where every day feels like a Saturday, mate. People look forward to a weekend, I look forward to a Monday. As much as I loved spending time with my kids and my family, I love coming to work on a Monday. So to me, hearing, oh, I can't wait, it's Friday and or it's Saturday, yeah. to me it doesn't resonate. It used to, but not anymore, Living mate. for the weekend. 100%, you know, so 
Um, and it's yeah. funny because, like, I always remember, like, when we were growing up, like, you'd always be the party planner. Like, remember <laughs> Hus Chase, you always did the mad yeah. parties. Yeah. And I think that's reflected in your ability to create events here as well. Like, it's, it's, it's funny because I just think I'm like, man, this guy's got this great ability to create events and get people, like, get people involved and get people around him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It started, like... I reckon it started when we were young, mate. You know what I mean? Like, and I sort of just... Maybe I should have been in a nightclub promotion. For, maybe we would have been out of work. For, would have been out of work now. The lockout laws and that, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like in in that in that kind of sense. I always like to think outside of the box. Yeah. Um, I don't like to always do the same thing over and over. I want to keep, you know, um, you know, remodeling things and giving people something new. I'm not saying I'm fantastic at it. I've got a lot to learn. I make a lot of mistakes, but I enjoy doing it. You know, yeah. I, I enjoy putting out different things because if we kept doing the same thing over and over, other gyms are doing it. You know, other party places are doing it. I'm not running parties anymore, but if you if you create something new, then you're going to create, you know, hopefully a movement around it, which is would be fantastic in the future where everyone buys into something and then they're not doing the same thing over and over, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, man, definitely, mate, definitely. Um, Josh, over the years, like, we've seen you've been in the fitness industry, you know, 25-odd years? Yeah, 25, man. 25-odd yeah, years. You've got, you got a great um, setup over in Ride and yeah. you've also got a Edge Performance um, over in Alexandria. Yeah. Now, you would have seen, like, a lot of fads. You would have seen, you know, a lot of people come through the gym um, and you would have seen um, a lot of different principles applied, yeah. you know, a lot of different um, ways of training, a lot of different variety of everything over the years, mate. Um, obviously, to stick to certain principles is going to take some external influence. Yeah. Um, you know, like you're not always going to come up with things yourself. No, Although no. you are, you are. I like to call the professor, mate. You you are one of my mentors in the gym as well. Um, but are there, do you have any mentors or any people that you look up to? I'm, I know Joe D is one of them. But is there anyone else that you kind of focus your attention when it comes to training and modelling what you do around the gym and even the culture that you create around the gym? Yeah, I I, I definitely do, and I think I've said this to you before recently, like I, I, I like to think um, that if you just limit yourself to one particular belief or training style, and then you, you, you're not doing yourself or your clients, your members any favors. So I like to say, imagine if you hired a builder and all, all they had in their toolkit was a hammer. <laughs> Mate, they're going to be very limited. And Definitely. I'm, and I'm, I'm a limited builder. I'm very limited. <laughs> you but, can say that again, Parker, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so that's what like I say. I, I feel like I'm. I have this um idea, man. Like I learn every single day. I, I try to improve. So yeah. I try to improve as a business owner, as a trainer, as a coach, as a father, whatever. Every single day, just trying to do something better. So if I feel like if I can be like that, and and then say the the, the coaches that I'm around can also have that sort of mindset and that attitude. Mate, there's no stopping us. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no holding us back. So we can always make sure that we're improving, yep. we're learning, we're, we're progressing, and then we can help more people. You know what I mean? Ultimately, in the end. So, but like, again, the man I mentioned earlier, Frank Keane, was a, a massive influence in my life. Yeah. Not, a, not like he, he would say things to me about training, Troy. Like, then now, like, and he, he never, mate, he wasn't educated. Like, knockabout, old yep. school, Urko boy. Yeah, I know. But I like, remember Frankie. 
Yeah, man. Like he would talk about stuff that now, like scientists are talking about now. He would yeah. say, you know, about even like the volume, the amount of training you do, and how you can't train hard every day, and about blood tests and all this type of stuff. To you know, it was funny. You know, at the time, you, you might have thought it was a bit strange, a bit weird. But now you realise as you get older that there's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge in just actually doing stuff every single day. Like you don't have to be academically smart, but actually living and breathing it is is a great way. So so Frank definitely mate uh, as a mentor, my father in terms of just being a great man, a, a good man and human being, champion. But in the in the uh, in the coaching world, mate, like this heaps man Charles Poliquin, I love his stuff and I read his stuff daily. Like um uh, like uh, West Side Barbell methods. Um, uh, um, Ido Portel, he's more about movement and all this type of stuff. Yeah, so, animal flows, he's great. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't limit myself. I try to learn every day, and, yeah. then, I, and then I get inspired by people around me, such as you. I get inspired Thanks, by mate. other coaches, and um, and yeah, I think that's just the only, only way to make us improve. Yeah, in saying that, like we we to give our our staff a big rap, yeah, mate. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say a big rap. I'd say like a under undercover rap, you know, because. Yeah or underrated rap, mate, I think we've got some awesome staff. Every oh. single one of them brings something new to the table. They've got different skills, um, different abilities, different ways that they can you know, communicate with the members, different ways that they can communicate with us. And then down on the floor, the way that they deliver their sessions and the, yeah. and the knowledge behind them is like inspiring as well. So mate, that's, that would be one for myself and no doubt for you. Yeah, man, I agree, mate. There are so amazing bunch of coaches and, yep. and and probably people mate you know they're, yep. they're good people for like which is most important but you know like if you look at the skill set of these guys man it's second to none 100 percent. so so moving on okay yep. we do have three things or three topics that we'll have a quick discussion about yep. we'll try and keep it wow wait just let me fix up the camera one sec what's going on there Okay, I'm back with you. Okay, so we do have three topics that we will speak about. Okay, the first one will be um, maybe the top things to get your health back on track. Um, the top things, the hottest things. Um, in your opinion, Josh, what would be the number one or number, you know, couple things that would help people get their health back on track if they have fallen off, mate? second podcast we'll only, but, um, we'll only get better 100% yeah so sorry Josh I think the, the, the best my, my top three tips guys for, for getting back on track and then and also maintaining that um, maintaining that, that new found vigour for life and, and, and health and fitness is number one would be structure guys you need to give yourself structure in some way or another yeah uh, and that's going to come about through having a, a plan yep and then you got to take action. So structure based around a, a plan, and that. Plan Can you give be, us a, like a the audience an understanding of what that might look like? Like uh, if you had a calendar. Yeah, if you got a calendar, I reckon write out every single day of the week what you're going to do in regards to your exercise. Yep. Plan your nutrition. Okay. So make sure you're you're eating. You know what goes like it might initially it might seem like it's a bit of a chore. It's a bit of a. I tell you what, it's a privilege. Hundred percent. It's a privilege to be able to sit here. And plan our day, our weeks, our months, our years, like we can, like yeah. we've got access to, guys. If you don't do it, shame on you. Because I tell you what, you've got to plan, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to create the life you want to live, and it all starts with things you can control, guys. So 
making sure that you've got structure based around nutrition, your training, your mindset. Make sure you've got your goals written down. I know Troy's a bit on that, guys, and, and that type of thing, guys. So, yeah. so that would be the stuff you can control is the most important things, and they're the bang for your buck, the things that are going to get you the best results. Nutrition, 100%. training, write it down, have a plan, and you know what? Stick to it. Don't go off track. You have a bad day, who gives a crap? Get back on the, on board the next day and make it work. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I like just touching on that, like you said, I, I am big on um, you know goal setting or mm. planning uh, and planning. Okay, but it's um, I think it's very important to have a clear vision or clear goal in mind because yeah. if you've just got a flimsy goal, like I always say to people, you know, pe- people come along every day and they say, I, well, I said, why do you want to why do you want to train for? And they like. Oh, I just want to lose weight. I say, how much weight? Oh, I just want to lose some weight. In how long? Oh, and they don't know. But if they know that they've got a specific target, and we're not, it could be a performance goal, it could be you know, a mental goal, it could be anything. But if you've got a clear vision of what you want, a clear goal set, and, a, and, a, and it's time-specific, so there is some structure and discipline needed. So if you came along, someone comes at the start of the year and says, I want to lose weight, in, I want to lose five kilos. But... There needs to be a time to it, you know, because yeah. if they lose five kilos over three years, they've done it, but really they've done themselves an injustice because they probably could have done it in three months or less or a little bit more depending on what they're like, you know. But to have that it's specific true. goal and the specific time frame, I think, is important and then you can move on to your action and all the other stuff. So, um, and, and reverse engineering is important. 100%. 100%. Reverse engineer. Pick that up off here. It's a, it's a really good point. Yeah, I had a you know I had a business coach, a great business coach named Andrew, and he was you know big on teaching me how to reverse engineer things. And if you can reverse engineer things, that end goal doesn't look so daunting. So if you needed to lose 20 kilos and you gave yourself six months, you go shit, how am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. But if you broke it down, that's roughly you know three kilos, three kilos a month. It's less than a kilo a week. You know, if you broke it down into increments like that, it doesn't become so so much of a negative, um, you know, negative thing into your brain. You know, you want to just I don't know, put it's that very well, but it's you know, doable yeah, it, makes, it, it is makes very doable. doable. But and again, it gives like it gives you it gives you a structure, it gives you a plan, it yep. gives you you know a, a blueprint. And it's like if you if you look on the the Google Maps online, you know what I mean? If you know exactly where you're going to go, yeah. Mate, it makes the trip a whole lot easier than Definitely. having to like stop and ask people on the way. You get lost. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. You know, I think it's. I think it works, mate. It's it's great. And I also find like once people get started, and they get past that first week or that second week, they've been training. They find that bit of structure around their discipline, their nutrition, etc. I think that first week of getting all the doms out, you know, all the pain out of your muscles, yeah. getting used to your lungs, getting used to a bit of cardio. And also getting into that routine, that first or second week. Once you pass that, the training is the easy part. You know, it's, it's enjoyable part. Hundred percent. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I'd say that they're our top tips. Yeah, man, say for sure. Your top tips on getting your health back on track. Yeah, man, definitely. They're, they're, I think they're very doable for everyone too, mate. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So topic number two. Um, we often get asked. Okay, and I've often get asked. Um, gotten asked what is the best way to get lean and to lose fat while maintaining muscle so like a, a lot of people think that you have to 
come in this massive calorie deficit yeah. and you are going to deplete your muscle. But obviously you see it a lot with bodybuilders yeah. um, and with other athletes that they can kind of maintain their muscle and their strength and their power while going into that, um, you know, that shredding phase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll let you kick off, Josh. What would be your top tips? Well, that, I mean, nutrition would be my, my top point. Like, yeah. don't, don't starve yourself thin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, don't starve yourself thin, guys. And uh, it, it's sometimes, I mean, you can count calories. I've personally never liked, never enjoyed it. Yeah. And I've been able to build myself up to uh, about 100 kilograms on the scales and then drop right back down to 74 by not counting a calorie. But all you've got to do is you've got to make sure that you're trying to, your nutrition, your eating plan matches your goals and what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so no crazy eating plans. No, man, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into it. You know, yeah. I've never been into it, man. I've just. Yeah. I don't buy into it. I don't yeah. like any of that stuff. I don't believe in it. But I do believe in in structure. I do believe in healthy, unnatural, uh, healthy, natural, unprocessed uh, meals. But then you just got to try and make sure that you, you know, you, you you eat to match your goals. So I couldn't. I probably wouldn't want to take up too much time talking about it right now. Yeah. But you just got to make sure that. Basically, like I tell you, like one real quick thing, guys. If you, if you're trying to, if you're at a certain weight, right? This is one quick tip, and then you're trying to lose weight. I would say, initially for me, it would be about getting your eating plan on track in regards to making better choices. But I would rather increase my energy expenditure a little bit than decrease my calories while increasing my energy expenditure at the same time. So, if that makes sense, guys, I would say. Clean up your diet, get rid of the really bad stuff out of your diet and make better choices as opposed to focusing on eating low calories and all that type of stuff. But start exercising. Start increasing, yep. increasing. Your, yep. increase your energy expenditure. Yep. And you know what? Nine out of ten people will start getting results that way. Then you can start being a bit fancy and all that type of stuff. But I guarantee if you do healthy, natural, unprocessed meals here first, along with increase your energy expenditure by going to the gym, doing more, being more active in general, you're going to start getting results. Yeah. And then as you sort of build new habits and establish a, a better better lifestyle, you know what I mean, You'll then you can get a little bit more adventurous with it all. You know 100%. I mean? And I think it's important in, if you are going to increase your energy expenditure that people understand that overtraining is actually going to detract from what you're doing. That's so you, 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 make, you need to find that balance. You need to make sure that... Or is that um, minimum effort dose, yeah. you know? So you're not overtraining and then kind of depleting your muscle store, you exactly, know? Exactly, so. Yeah, and you, start, you both try and starve themselves thin or starve themselves down the way. Play the long game. Play yeah. the long game. Have a, And like you said, with like reverse engineering, things like that. Like, you know, even, even if with our challenges here in the gym, and I, and I know every coach would agree that even if it's a four-week challenge or an eight-week challenge, that's like your apprenticeship. You know what I mean? That's like you're laying the foundations for your future health, yeah. fitness, and mindset, all that type of stuff. It's not about that's a, a starting and a finishing point. That's a journey, mate. Play the long game with this with this stuff. And it's, Definitely. It's the best investment you'll make is in your health. And like in saying that, like in your opinion, Josh, I've got my opinion, and no doubt they're pretty similar. What kind of training would you, um, you know, deliver or what kind of training would you recommend for people that do want to get that um, result strength training strength oh, I think yeah. but, uh, you can't go past your, your energy uh, system development like 
that type of thing. But so would you say high intensity strength training and low intensity cardio? I would say, look, a combination is good. And I think the, the best thing about our programming here at VT is it's, it's periodized, it's structured, and it's, it's based on real science. So it's not just based on time and getting your heart rate up, all that type of stuff. There's a method to everything that we try and do here. And I know every single coach within this business feels the same. Um, so there's that. So I would definitely focus on, on getting stronger, building muscle. Yeah. But also, like, bang for your buck, and we spoke about this recently, about intervals, like interval training. Like, I'm not disregarding basic aerobic-based exercise or anything, but there's something special about interval training that bang for your yeah. buck it can deliver great results in regards to maintaining muscle mass, getting your, your fitness up to a really, really high level in a short amount of time. Yeah. Plus, you know, delivering aesthetic goals as well. But, um, you know, I'm not saying everyone should go out and smash themselves with intervals, you know what I yeah. mean? But um, if I was going to give anyone who's a bit of a medium to advanced tra trained individual, I would say... Just some real short intervals with longer rests, yeah? Yeah, you could. You could vary intervals. Like, you could start at even, like, you know, a minute 30, which obviously your intensity of your effort decreases. Yes. But... It, it just elicits a response in the human body that basic cardiovascular training won't. Yeah. I mean? So it'll give you results that you just basic cardio won't. It won't. And I'm not saying every everyone should do it because, you know, imagine if you get a beginner walk through the door and we say, all right, let's go. You're going to do a Tabata setting your first in the gym. <laughs> that ain't going to work, man. Yeah. You've got to earn the right to do it. But yeah, 100%. I mean, you've seen it with a lot of the best in the world do it, the best athletes and the people that get best results. Somewhere along the line, they start incorporating that high intensity interval training or intervals and that type of stuff and, and they'll probably find or get their, their health and fitness to a good a, talk. Yeah. Good talk. I think what do you, do you reckon? Oh it's cute man. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I reckon nailed it man. It's um definitely definitely where I was gonna go. Um obviously I want like to get other people's opinions so we ha we ha we didn't discuss any of this before no. before we came on. We kinda just had an overview of what we would deliver or what we would talk about and um yeah i think it's good to get another point of view so um another topic that we've been talking about and i know that we put into our programs and we are big on here is is our mindset okay yeah. it falls into our our four pillars of training nutrition recovery and then also mindset so um what would what would your What's your take on kind of optimising your mindset and what would be some key points that you think, uh, you know, we can deliver to our listeners that uh, they, they can take on to get their mindset on point? Uh, well, my top one is vision. Yeah. Um, and, like, the reason I say that, guys, is because um, I think it's very important. I, I feel like having a strong future vision can... You know, be the, the, the catalyst for creating a different life for yourself, guys, you know what I mean? So, and again, we're in, we live in this beautiful country where we're, we live in abundance, we've got a lot of opportunity. Guys, if you've got a vision, I'm telling you, life ain't a dress rehearsal. If there's something you want to do, if there's, have a go. Like, yeah. honestly, have that vision in your head. And like, you probably remember when I was a kid, mate, I had all affirmations on my wall. Yeah, I do. I had pictures on my wall. You'd go, in, you'd go into some of our mates and they have Tupac, pictures of Tupac and, <laughs> you know, Eminem, or not Eminem when no, we were young, but all these other, you know, all yeah. the MC Hammer and all, you know, <laughs> pictures of Pamela Anderson and oh. you walked into Josh and I thought I was walking into Tony Robbins' house, you know. Mate, so I was 
made it was aff- good. affirmations everywhere because I just, you know, I knew that it was going to point me in the right direction, guys. And I would say, make sure you got a really clear vision of how, like, how you want to look, feel, and perform in life. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's it's really really important that you con- constantly remind yourself of your vision. Now, whether you put um, a picture on your, you know, your screensaver on your phone, yeah. which which I. I don't have at the moment, but I do have pictures in my phone that I look at regularly in my yeah. notes. Um, you know, you've got, I know in my phone, I've got my, my goals written out yeah. with some pictures of what I want so I can really envision it, close my eyes and feel it and smell it and like, kind of, it's like mate. like it's in my hand, like my goals are in my hand. Mate, you live and breathe it, mate. You know what I mean? I know that that's, I know that that's what motivates you, what makes you, it's what makes you tick, and it's showing with this, you know what I mean? Showing yeah. with your business, with your life, with what you're doing, you know, so... Mate, I think, you, like, you can only... If you, if you like you said, if you want something, go and go and get it. But it, it comes down to how bad people. A lot of people say they want things, but they don't want it bad enough to do all these or to put these little steps in play, or in place that they can get to it. You know, so like like, they, like I always say, a goal without a plan is just a wish. You know, people can you know want something, but if they don't put that plan in place and take that action, then it is just a wish. And once again, like you said, with your positive affirmations around your bedroom. If the, m- the more places that you can put it, even put it in your sun visor in your car when you flip it down, there's a picture of what you want, or you know, like a you know a token of what you want. You know, constantly reminding you, he's yeah. going to keep reminding you when you want to go do something wrong. Like if you wanted to have a six pack, for example, and you had a picture of someone else with a six pack on your fridge, when you're going to open your fridge and there's a piece of cake in there, you would have looked at that six pack first, and that's probably going to stop you from doing it. You know, it's just that constant reminder drumming it in yeah you know i, I believe so mate. I, don't, I, I think it's true it's, it's definitely true you know what i mean but it's um the the second thing for me is purpose and yeah you know i mean like it's got to be about it's got to be more than just you yeah 100 percent selfish see, yeah it's got to be more than just you man like we know look whoever out there listening who's a parent or is married or yeah. a partner or whatever it's, it's not just about us. So we know, I, but I know that if I if I do all this type of stuff really well and I look after myself, I work my ass off and try and try and run a really good business, that it's going to make me a better husband. It's going to make me a better father. It's going to give yep. my family a better life. Um, There's that deeper why there that keeps you pushing without yeah, just man. being that shallow bullshit kind of goal that really yeah, means man. nothing in the well, end. Look, I mean. Yeah, I, I believe, and I think so because if you if you just if it's purely about um, aesthetics, if it's purely about losing yeah. money, I mean, man, you go on track, you go off track. But if you've got a if you've got a, a, a stronger vision there, that's gonna that's gonna you know when you don't feel like getting up to the alarm, that's gonna make you get up to the alarm. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? If it's gonna make you leave that cake in the fridge, it's gonna make you uh, get your ass to training. We get your ass to training, work a bit yeah. harder, do things, step outside your comfort zone a little bit and do those things you don't really want to do because you've got a really strong purpose. And again, I, I, you know, like I say, we live in this beautiful country of abundance. Take advantage of the opportunities we have hundred percent to to do this every single day because there's nothing to stop you. Just yourself. Yeah, it's only you stopping you from doing it. Definitely, and I think it's important. Like um, I know um, we are running a program at the moment. It's a like kind of reset program. We call it mm-hmm. Reset Thirty Nine. Um, and one of the we've, where we're drip feeding daily actions into um, kind of set people's day up for success. And I know one yeah. of the first things 
which I struggled with um, initially was to get rid of any external influence. So I know like first thing in the morning, a lot of people, the first thing that they do is open up their social media. They'll look at their Facebook, their Instagram, they look at Snapchat, all this other shit that can kind of make them envious of someone else's happy life or so-called happy life of the way they portray it on social media. Or they're looking at something negative like, you know, a bill that comes from the school or, you know, electricity bills or a fine or all these other things that can kind of detract from their day and then they're not able to get in the right frame of mind to come to work or to do with the shit that they need to do to be successful. So, like, I know I struggled with it. First thing I do normally is wake up in the morning, have a glass of water, you know, and then have a coffee and I'll sit there while I'm having my coffee and look at my phone. And I sat there... And kind of just had to be within myself because I didn't even want to put the telly on. If I wasn't putting my phone on or turning my phone on, I wasn't going to put the telly on. So I kind of just sat there in silence for the first half an hour. While I, not for half an hour because I'd jump in the shower and get ready for work. But that first initial 10, 15 minutes was like, what it's the fuck? Are, what am I doing? It is. Yeah, it's, it's a but a lot of people get in that habit. And although I'm pretty rigid with what I look at, some people aren't. You know, so I think kind of controlling that external influence and I know you're always big on focusing on what you can control, which you can't control what comes in your news feed, is pretty important, particularly first thing in the morning. So Mate, you create your habits, then your habits create you. Definitely. You know I mean? Like you create those little habits in your life and then in the end all of a sudden you've got these you know, these bad habits that were just formed over years, mate. You know? But uh, again, like you just said, mate, like the, the third tip on mindset would, for me would be focus on what you can control. Yeah. You know there you mean? go. So, I told you he always says it. He's great. Mate, I'm obsessed with it. You know, <laughs> it's so on, true. Focus on what you so can true, mate. Life, you know I mean? Yeah. Because that's the, they're the things that matter most. And everything else. Like if, if people talk to me about politics, I like, okay, look, listen, I don't want to ruin the conversation but I've got nothing to contribute oh, yeah you know I'm not, I'm not interested really you know what I mean like I care yeah. about our country and I want to see everyone do well but I can't control anything that happens at that level of yeah. our country you know what I mean but I know that I can focus on how I run my business how I treat people how I treat my family my friends you know what I mean and what I eat what how I train that type of stuff and to me it's, they're the things that matter most, more important you know I mean? yeah, 100% yeah. Good. What do you recommend? Look, um, I, I definitely focusing on what you can control is would definitely be one of the top ones for myself as well because if you can't control something, there's no point worrying about it. No, and a lot of people right. do get caught up in things, whether it's politics, whether There's it's the weather. hundred percent. You know, like I know people were like shitting themselves a few years ago. I know we got in a pandemic now with the coronavirus, yeah. but. A shitload of people a few years ago were shitting themselves and going and you know stocking up on face masks for bird flu and SARS and all these other things, and you know what? They're gonna just end up with this you know um, massive heap of anxiety on their chest because yeah. all they're worrying about is once again things that they can't control. But if you take a step back, you think about what you can do, what you're you know feeding your mind, what you're feeding your body, yeah, right. and what you can can deliver to other people. Then I think those. Um, things are a lot more important and going to do you a lot more good than you know focusing on little shitty things that you can't control. So, right, and and yeah, like even I used to love chatting to my grandparents when, when they were still alive about 
you know things they went through growing up. Yeah. And I know that a lot of um, a lot of a lot of my friends and a lot of your family has come from other parts of the world to this to this country. But it's interesting interesting to hear what they actually went through and what modern day life was like back then. You know, hundred percent. It was like, mate, they're, they're resilient, tough people, man. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. They've been through stuff that we'd never have to worry about, never have to go through. Yeah, I, I think if people realise, and like I, re- I listened to a great, something great, it was on social media, okay, but it was really, it was really great. And uh, someone was talking about all these people panic buying and going and freaking buying toilet paper. Yeah. And he explained how these people that are going and buying toilet paper have never been through any type of hardship in their life. Because if you were going through true hardship, you'd realise that toilet paper means fuck all. You go wash your ass in the shower, you know? <laughs> if you were going through, if you were get to panic, boy, go yeah. and buy tin food. Yeah. You know, go and buy yeah. things that are going to make you safe and feed you. And yeah, keep you yeah. alive, not keep the comfort of your bum, you know? Nah, and being considerate of other people too. Definitely. Like, mate, you know, like, that's so inconsiderate. Yeah. You're not thinking about anyone else but yourself. <laughs> Look where we've come to, panic buying. Yeah, yeah. It just, is focusing yeah. on what you can control. Mate, it just, yeah. yeah, focus on control. But yeah, that's, I think they're, they're, they're um, yeah, pretty clear, uh, very doable points, guys, that we Definitely. Just sort of share with you today. Regarding those three, those three points, um, yeah, yeah, man, guys, um, we'll, we'll leave it there. We're not going to bore you with too much talk. Yeah. Um, we do want to um, put some topics out there, or you know, touch on some topics that you guys want. So, if you want, or if you feel like you do want us to talk about anything, please um, like and share the podcast. Put your comments below. Any topics that you do want to hear. Um, feel free to send them our way and we'll be yeah, man. keen Even to... Yeah, people that you maybe want to get on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who do you want on? Who, Who do you, you want, want on the show? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a stack that I do want to get on and I know that there are some really, really interesting people in and around the gym and the community. So we will be getting them on. But um, first of all, I think it was important that um, you and I had a talk. Yeah, um, got Get to know us a little bit better, our dynamic um, and, and our philosophies and... Um, yeah, I hope this podcast has been helpful. If it has, please share it and um, we'll talk to you soon.